Ah, here we go. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> I, I gotta see this. This, this is great. So apparently the New York Times there a few days ago put out a uh, list of 12 books for feminist boys and girls. Most parents say they want to raise boys and girls as equals, but children absorb gender, gender stereotypes early on. New children's books help combat them. Uh, no, they don't help combat them. They program them. Most Americans say they believe in full equality of men and women, the most straightforward definition of feminism, and that they want to raise children that way. Children absorb stereotypes, including about gender roles, by the age of fucking three. No, they don't absorb it. They're born that way. Uh, to teach children to think in a more equal way takes effort. No, that's brainwashing. And children's books are a way in. Yes, it is. They have the power to teach values and to expand children's sense of what's possible. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we take our, our young babies and we turn around and brainwash them. When children read books, they break gender stereotypes. Uh, they reach for far less stereotypical toys and broaden their future goals. Uh, based on the latest social science about gender, we have made a list of 12 books published in the last three years that help, help teach children gender equality in time for the holiday gift-giving season. Are you fucking kidding me? There is abundance to choose from in recent years. Uh, children's books about powerful girls, sensitive boys, oh my god, as well as children of color and from diverse backgrounds. Here are the 12 offerings from board books to middle grade novels for the next generation of feminist boys and girls. Okay, the first book is called My First Book of Feminism for Boys, i.e. Broken Girls by Julie Merberg. So guys, if you're out there listening, you need to make sure that uh, you do not put this on your list. Uh, children learn society's gender stereotypes by the time they start preschool. This book challenges stereotypes early with rhymes and drawings that address grown-up issues like pay, <laughs> consent, and domestic labor with toddler-level directness. Despite the title, it's not just for boys. And despite the fact that the word feminism can be controversial, this book uses the simplest definition. The equality of the genders. It's not about equality. It's supremacy. For example, boys do fewer chores than girls and are discouraged more than girls from doing gender atypical activities. This book encourages boys to help around the house and tells them if you learn to work hard, you can do something cool like fight fires, bake cakes, fly a spaceship, and teach school. Oh my god. Uh, my brain is rotting already. Book number two, Today I Feel, An Alphabet of Feelings by Madalena Moniz. Uh, in a recent survey, majority of adults said there's too little, too little emphasis on, on encouraging boys to talk about their feelings when they are sad or upset. 
as opposed to showing anger instead, and too little emphasis on encouraging girls to stand up for themselves. Experts, whoever the fuck they are, say everyone would benefit from a bigger emotional vocabulary. This book offers 26 feelings, one for each letter of the alphabet. Invisible, light, nervous, quiet, relaxed. Oh, God. The next book, book number three, Julian is a Mermaid by Jessica Love. Girls today feel increasing freedom to be whatever they want to be, but boys still feel like their options are limited to being tough, athletic, and stoic. Uh, this book is an ode to the creative boys who love beautiful things. When Julian is riding the subway with his... He sees three women fabulously dressed as mermaids, and he tells her he is one too. When they arrive home, he transforms himself with lipstick. Oh my god, so we're getting into cross-dressing here. A tail made of curtains and a headdress made of fern fronds and his grandmother models unconditional acceptance. Are you kidding me? Julian is a mermaid, book number three. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. Do not. Uh, yeah, just, just. Uh, book number four, From the Stars in the Sky to the Fish in the Sea by Kai Cheng Tom, illustrated by Wai Yant Li and Kai Yong Ching. From a young age, children naturally favor people who look and act like them. That's, this is, that's true. Experiments have found that they even prefer children wearing the same color t-shirt as they are. Yeah, so? Accepting differences among us is a life skill in a diverse society. And in this book, by a, <laughs> by a transgender woman, is a way to start those conversations. Muilan is a child who can change into any shape imaginable but can't decide which to be, a bird or a fish, a tree or a star, a boy or a girl. Oh my god, just no. Book uh, May Along the Stars by Rhoda Ahmed. The effect of female role models is strong in areas like science and math where girls are less likely to see them. Research has shown having just one female STEM teacher, for instance, can influence a girl to pursue a science degree in a career. Uh, yeah, women can join STEM anytime they like, and the more the gender roles are, at least in a first world country like the United States, Canada, Western Europe, those type of things, the more we find people kind of automatically revert to their own uh, gender roles. <clears throat> Women typically don't go into STEM. Guys typically don't go into nursing. They tend to go for guy jobs. Anyway, this book based on the life of Mae Jemson. The first African-American woman to travel to space is about pushing back against sexism and racism and about the value of hard work. That's an important message for boys too. They have fallen behind girls in a... Ch yes, they've fallen fucking behind. Why is that? Hmm, I wonder. I'm thinking it's because, you know, guys, boys are seen as to being uh, de defective girls, and girls are somehow seen as uh, superior. <clears throat> 
fallen behind in achievement in part because they often receive the message that hard, working hard is uncool. No, that's that's not the message boys are receiving. The, the message boys are receiving is somehow they are broken, defective, and wrong for being a boy. Oh my god. This, this is some sick shit, guys. I'm telling you. Uh, the next book, Shark Lady, the true story of how Eugenie Clark became the ocean's most fearless scientist. Many parents try to avoid talking about stereotypes, hoping that if they show their children examples of equality between men and women, children will believe in it. But research has shown that instead, it's essential to explicitly call out stereotypes and explain why they're problematic. This book offers the chance to do so. Eugenie Clark was determined to become an ichthyologist, no matter the people who told her to be a secretary or a housewife. Okay, so we're pushing the career agenda here. And like many of uh, the previous books about outer space, it takes a topic, sharks, that many children's products aim at boys, and instead tells a story for everyone. Uh, shark Lady, yeah. <clears throat> Franny's father is a feminist. Oh my god. Uh, th this is, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction, guys. Seriously, it really is. Uh, by Rhonda Leet. One of the ways in which men and women remain most unequal is that women still do more childcare and household chores. Really? Uh, <laughs> not, uh, not most of the women I've met. It holds them back professionally, and it models inequality for children. Ah, yes, we're pushing that narrative some more. Gotta get out in the workforce, don't be a mom. Uh, books like this one show that show involved fathers can com help combat that. While Franny's mother goes to her important job, her father handles the home front, becoming an expert hair braider and breaking down boundaries for Franny too teaching her to change attire and cheering her at ballet recitals. You know, nothing wrong with that, you know, with the dad teaching a kid how, you know, daughter, son. Yeah. And I, I just... But I gotta let you know about it so that that way, uh, you know, forewarned is forearmed. All I can say about it. Pardon me for a second, gonna light up my cigar here while I continue. Okay, moving on, the next book. Uh, Teddy's Favorite Toy by Christian Trimmer. In a Pew survey, a majority a majority of people said, I wonder what their definition of majority is, said that boys and girls should be steered towards activities and toys not typically associated with their gender. Uh... According to feminism, I thought we we didn't have, you know, the gender was a social construct. Uh, apparently, no. Apparently, it's, it's biological. Yet, children's products are more segregated than they were 50 years ago. Everyone in this book is defying gender norms. Teddy's favorite toy is Brenda, warrior queen of Pacifica, a pink-clad doll. Brenda has the sickest fighting skills and when she ends up in a garbage truck teddy's mother saves the day but the story is told without making a big deal of gender experts say that stories of children doing ordinary things whom readers can relate to 
are some of the where where the hell did it go? Are some of the most powerful in showing them what's possible. <laughs> it's killing me, guys. It, it really is. It, it's totally killing me. All right, next book, uh, Shaking Things Up. 14 Young Women Who Changed the World by Susan Hood. Researchers say the reason that girls are encouraged to play soccer but boys aren't encouraged to take ballet and women are encouraged to become doctors but men are stigmatized for becoming nurses is that feminine equals lower status. This book celebrates women and girls who made an impact throughout history. Famous and less so including... Malala Yousanavzi, Maya Lin, and Ruby Bridges, the first African-American child to integrate an all-white American school. Each story is to hold as a poem illustrated by a different female artist. Next book, Stories for Boys Who Dare to Be Different. True Tales of Amazing Boys Who Changed the World Without Killing Dragons by Ben Brooks. Boys are particularly sensitive to the effects of having strong male role models, research has shown. Why yes, yes, boys turn out better if they have a father in the house. Gee, I wonder why. Yet many of the teachers and caregivers in their lives are women, and boys say they feel pressure to be a certain kind of man. Physically strong and athletic. Really, women are teaching them that? I thought women were teaching them to get in touch with their feminine side. This collection of 76 short biographies and illustrations shows role models that expand the definition of masculinity. Oh boy, we're redefining masculinity here. It includes men who were artistic, innovative, or introverted, as varied as Bill Gates, Ai Weiwei, and Frank Ocean. Alright, the next book would be called The Best Man by Richard Peck. Middle school is a time when messages about gender are strongest, and books for this age group also tend to be highly gendered. Girls say they feel pressure to be physically attractive. No, there's there's no pressure to be physically attractive. That's that's how it is. Boys feel pressure to be hypermasculine, and social scientists have found that boys who aren't called feminine or gay. This novel for children ages eight, fucking eight, eight years old and up, deals with several of these themes, including masculinity, adolescence, and gay marriage. Uh, Archer McGill has been collecting male role models, and he finds a new one in the first male teacher in his school. Then he finds out that two of them are in love with one another, plus Archer has a female best friend. Research has shown that children with opposite sex friendships have fewer gender stereotypes and better problem solving skills and communication. Oh man, this is like something out of my I don't know guys. <clears throat> the next book, The Witch Boy by Molly Knox Ostertag. In a continuing international study of adolescence, scientists have found that worldwide they're discouraged from straying from traditional gender roles. Aster, the main character of this graphic novel for ages 8 and up, is one of those people. Where he lives, boys grow up to be shapeshifters and girls grow up to be witches. But he wants to learn witchery, so he practices in secret with the help of a girl from outside the community, Charlie, nice name, who defies norms in her own way. 
It reaches children at an age when they are trying to figure out which box they fit in and shows them that no one has to be confined to a single box. Oh, God, guys. Uh, raise your kids. Do your thing. Uh, if anything, this, uh... To me, if anything, this tells us that, uh, homeschooling's the way to go. Watch what your kids are learning and reading. I mean, all of these books that I just described to you, they're all things that are, they're all designed for kids from preschool type of age or even as as young as the age of three up to early adolescence when they're, you know, that, that this whole time period when they are at their most susceptible to anything and everything. So my thoughts is, is uh, Take this as a warning. Um, take the, the the books that I've mentioned, the names of the authors, and uh, yeah, don't, don't, uh, just don't. You know, raise your kids so they're not confused. Raise them, you know, the way nature intended, because it's it's yeah, it's it's bad. Holy crap. Anyway, I will uh, talk with you later.